Welcome back to another episode of the Black Cinema Experience Podcast. I'm your girl, JB. And I'm Cameron. And this week, we're back with another super exciting episode. As you guys see on Netflix, there is a movie trending called Leave the World Behind. And if your friends have told you to watch it, we're here to help you navigate those uncharted territories of how to feel after watching the movie. Spoiler alert, um, I'm not the biggest fan of this film because of how it ended. It was one of those movies that did um, leave us with questions. A lot of questions. Um, it said, here, let me take two and a half hours of your time and then you write the ending. <laughs> um, I'm not a huge fan of doing that much work when I watch a movie, but I do want to pass it to Cameron. Cameron, tell us a little bit about this movie. Who's in it? So uh, we have we have a plethora of people. We have Kevin Bacon, Julia Roberts. We have. Uh, Is there a reason why you started with the white names first? Well, because you want to get the white people out of the way and then get... Get to the meat and potatoes. Understood. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I was going to let you say the black... Uh, actor since you uh, are so you know articulate with the Negro names. Uh, <laughs> joking. But I, have, but I, have, yeah, like, I got you. Bacon. I got you. No, you're right. It also had uh, Maharshala oh, Ali, Ali and Mahala Harold, which is still kind of a new actress, but she is in industry. So mm -hmm. we do and have Black Mirror, a new episode. Yeah, right. Exactly. Oh, yeah, that's right. That is her. Um, so we had a, a pretty nice, as far as stars are concerned, mm -hmm. a really well-seasoned cast. Ethan Bacon, who else was it? Kevin, Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke. Yeah, I'm not great with white people's names. Julia Roberts, Maharshal Ali, and then Mahila Harold. Um, this film is <laughs> trending on Netflix right now, guys. And I yes. think it's because it's pissing people off. But Cameron, what do you think about the movie? I'm, I, I mean, I thought it was... Uh, I don't... I wasn't like disappointed necessarily as like oh it's a bad movie, um, but I mean I just feel like <laughs> like you said it left us a lot to be desired. I feel like I feel like like all of my like senses weren't captivated. Yeah. But I like I do appreciate like how they did try to like bridge the gap with like this white family having to survive this catastrophe with this black family. And during a supposed, you know, civil war type ordeal. So I thought that was a pretty interesting aspect to try to get. But I feel like it was so much going on to try to put in one movie. I did like, not know you were going to bring up color. <laughs> and I didn't know you were going to bring it up so soon. It's always about color. But it's, but I, I love that the movie talks about, like, what our potential end times could be in this country. What it would look like. There are some stereotypes I'd like to address immediately. <laughs> We have Maharshala, which is this black guy who is overly docile and overly accommodating to white people's mm -hmm. needs. Because let's just be real. Like, if I, if this is, let's just be real. He was much calmer than most niggas would be in that situation. <laughs> then you have his daughter who is ready to pop off at any given moment, but she's still doing it in a way that only a black woman would with class and elegance, mm -hmm. right? She's like, I'm only going to use your tactics against you white women. <laughs> So, like, we have these black people, they're still matching stereotypes for me because I don't like, one, how, how, how docile Maharshala had to be mm -hmm. the entire film. And I don't like the fact that the only one defending the black people was his daughter. Mm -hmm. That's who's stepping in and that's who's saying things. That's who's making her presence known. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I, I didn't enjoy those, those things about those stereotypes. And, of course, you know, Julia Roberts being afraid of the black people mm -hmm. or having to question the black people and instead of black people being like this is who i am this is what it is 
you know, they're still accommodating to white people. Exactly. And I, I just, I don't like to see us be so accommodating to white people. Like <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, well, well, especially when you don't have to be like, I feel right. like he was like kind of begging, like, yeah. no, don't, don't leave the stay. We can do this together. Don't you have more answers? Yeah. Ain't this your house? Aren't you the one that's kind of behind the scenes on knowing what's going on in the world? Yeah. Why are we bending to these white people? Why are y'all sleeping in the basement? What? Yeah. I mean, I, and I, I feel like that they tried to address that, but they never really addressed it. Yeah. Like, they, like they were asked the question in the movie, and then I'm, we're like, are we going to get the answer anytime soon? Or are we just going to... Okay, I mean, I guess we'll just... like So, like, things were brought up. Like, these questions you raised were brought up. We just never got the answers. But, again, um, I'm, I'm glad they got their check. From the movie, you know, I feel like it's a big budget, and I'm always a fan of people getting their check. You're talking about positives <laughs> right now, and I really like your energy regarding it because one positive mm-hmm. that I saw was that they're bringing up a new um, genre of terror mm-hmm. by you know making cyber attacks being like mm-hmm. a thing that we should fear. You know, yeah. it's like watching iRobot, but more modern, yeah. 2023. Like, oh no, yeah. instead of robots attacking, it's like all of our devices. Our cars, our phones, like how do we get home? How do we do anything? It's like, okay, the cyber tech, it got, it got kind of scary because then you start to realize, okay, other countries have a lot of control in America yeah. and it, it, there's a certain level of like r- realness to it. Yeah. Like, oh, that's kind of like, oh, yeah, people in India are controlling mm-hmm. most of our this and people in China are controlling most of our that. Mm-hmm. And like, we're just so spread out universally that if America did make enemies out of everyone in the world, like it would almost be like, damn, well, you know, we work with all of y'all and y'all can very easily all turn on this. So it was it was very much so scary in that way. Like psychologically scary. Um I wanna I'm not even gonna call it suspense. Yeah. But it, it didn't They tried with the suspense with the music. They tried to But like there was no like rap. It yeah. was not a neat package at the end it really did leave you leave you feeling like okay so uh we're just happy that we're we're watching friends um did the girl's parents ever find her did she ever go back for them i mean shit we we have no idea what happens at the end because it's like you just took us over the cliff and just said okay well write it yourself after two and a half hours i'm invested Mm -hmm. and you're making me write it myself why were the deer showing up the flamingos in the pool like, what is happening? Yeah. Is there something really wrong with the world or are we just causing war on each other? Do animals warn you when it's war? I thought that was more of a spirit and storm type thing. Yeah. Not a war type thing. How can an animal warn you about war? <laughs> they, they, they normally warn you, warn you about, like, storms coming. You yeah. know, they warn you about, like, spirits that they still see or whatever. Yeah, but they're, they're trying to do a metaphor. But, yeah, it just wasn't crossing over for me. No. No. This... And your friends are going to tell you to watch this movie. They're going to tell you that, oh, the movie's so good. It was a warning, but I didn't get warned. I wasn't, I didn't feel warned for anything. Shout out to the movie for exploring a new genre. Yeah. Shout out to them for having a uh, diverse, exclu- uh, a diverse cast. cast, you know, being inclusive, having black people and white people in one film, mm-hmm. occupying one space, and then still showing us racism in 2023. <laughs> There's a white one right there that's like, well, Julian Roberts asked the questions. It wasn't because she was racist. You saw in the movie. She just asked questions because she was inquisitive about whose house it was. No, like, there's I, white I, women I, that I, are going to look yeah, at that I and want... not think that there was any racism or bias in that at all. Yeah, I, def- I, I definitely wanted to bring her up. Well, I just wanted to bring up the character because I felt like we had we, talk- we had discussed it. Like, it was it, just, it didn't seem, I mean, first of all, you said she was acting a little bit too well. 
I mean, <laughs> Julie Roberts is a great actress, but she said it was like, you know, it, it, it just seems too she familiar. Yeah, it seems too familiar. We, I feel like we've all had that experience with, you know, um, a, a certain type of woman that acts that way. Mm -hmm. yeah, but I did, I did have problems like with the way that they were responding about coming to their home and then letting them know, like, you know, unfortunately, this is something that's going on. Like, we're trying to. We don't know what's going on, so we came here because it's out of the city mm -hmm. and blah, 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 blah. But they were just—they seemed too calm, and then like too, like you said, too accommodating for the white family. Yeah, they Especially, were very accommodating, but also Marshall missed the mark of actually correctly explaining who he was at the door. Yeah. It's like he had all these opportunities mm -hmm. to speak and be a well. So he, apparently, he is a very successful. Yeah well-spoken family man who handles business transactions for really big people but when it comes down to introducing yourself to the people who are airbnb mm -hmm. in your house you don't know how to say the sentence yeah. you don't know how to say hi i'm george we corresponded through airbnb i own this property mm -hmm. um there's a storm happening and i actually need to be here for shelter yeah you know like he just couldn't communicate that so then julia roberts all these I'm so skeptical mm -hmm. type questions. But like for me, I just wasn't connecting with the fact that Maharshala was really this successful person and also this limited with his speaking mm -hmm. ability. <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah. I, I felt like, like the, a lot of the characters trying to give us a, a range of emotions. And I, again, it, it just didn't make sense for what was happening in the film. Um, I will say, I, I, I do think that this could be a not necessarily a black film but a film that is involved about like talks about race yeah or like kinds of kind of critiques it because i mean at the end of the day the black family and the white family do work together yeah um, but so only actually shows, over sexualize our young black daughter yeah but, but i mean there were like a lot of inappropriate relationships that were like throughout the movie a hundred percent between uh, but the stereotype, I mean, yeah. with the black women being over-sexualized, like, they're yeah. just keeping it alive. Like, we got a black girl in here, we gotta make her sexually attractive, yeah. so we're gonna give her this mean girl attitude and put her in a bikini. Yeah. And we're gonna make sure he videotapes her. And we're gonna make sure she has an opportunity to ask the dad if she, if he would fuck her. We're, yeah. gonna, we're gonna just really, like, mature her up and then ask these questions and make the audience have a thought about her. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it's just like, we don't need to see over-sexualized black women. Mm -hmm. Y'all don't need to do that. You get enough of that already. Yeah. We get it's, it. What is this? A movie version of a rap song? <laughs> mm. No, but I mean, like, I, I feel like the characters were somewhat stereotypical in some aspects. Mm -hmm. But like, even then, like when the black when the black man finally stood up for himself, he was all super aggressive. Not for his daughter. Not for like, I don't know. It was, it was for his the white man's son. And I was like. Now you're setting okay. up being uh, like protective and wanting Stop, to do things. Stop, Cameron! You just made me feel like a like, slave master. <laughs> like, Please, you gotta help. I promise, ma'am, uh, Mrs. Yeah. The mistress, the head of the house. I promised her that I would take care of her boy. Son, yeah. Why are you out here begging? Your alarm about to go off. Your daughter at the house waiting. You Who need left? to fucking exactly. go. Why would you leave her for this yeah. boy? Why would you leave her at all? I'd be sitting there the, oh, you know what, Clay, you a white dude. He a white dude. Go ahead down there yeah. and uh, let him know that I'm your friend and see if he can give you some medicine yeah. and plead with him because he got something. Yeah. Why are you going out the way? Or why would you even leave your daughter's side? Mm -hmm. She just told you she was uncomfortable. 
Like she said, it's not gonna go well. She was yeah. This this whole movie, one thing I thought was a theme in this movie is that women were expressing their discomfort with situations, and the men in their <laughs> life were completely disregarding their feelings. I'm like, I don't, you know, and maybe we could have mm -hmm. did a little bit more research to find out who made this mm -hmm. film, who wrote this film, because why was it so important that the women were emotionally disregarded in this film? Mm -hmm. And then when they were with each other, they were so guarded with each mm -hmm. other that they couldn't even have decent conversations. It was like Julia Roberts was like, well, she's going to, you know, attack me or verbally, whatever. Yeah. I don't like what she's saying. And the black girl was like, this white woman is entitled and she's in her home, mm -hmm. which, right, true, fact, fact, fact. But y'all did rent it out, so <laughs> calm down, little girl. You know, like, there there were some elements, but I just didn't care for that being a, a theme for mm -hmm. both of the women. Like... And, and even the daughter, like, emotionally disregarded. That's why she left and she yeah. went off by herself because she had priorities. It's like, mm -hmm. was this the over, the real theme of the, the movie? <laughs> that, that boom, there's cyber attacks as our new version of war. And two, that women should not have emotions or not be able to verbalize them because oh. the men in their life are going to shrug them off. That's what it seemed like. <laughs> he, he said, <laughs> okay, honey, uh, set your alarm. That's what we'll do. But did you not... <laughs> You, there's a war. That, what? <laughs> Set my alarm? No. I feel like it was a, a big swing, but miss. You know. Definitely a miss. But again, I do, I did like the way it was, I think, you can tell the money put into the movie, like that scene when the Teslas are driving by themselves and crashing and stuff. I thought that was really a, you know, out there. Yeah. No, they had definitely put some money into this film. I mean, the houses that they were recording in, even mm. the house that got trashed was, you know, really big. The boom scenes, mm. the way that they shot it. There was a lot of moments with Julie Roberts, especially where they had some really up-close shots of her face, mm. where I was like, okay, yeah, she's like really showing a lot of emotion here. Like, those up-close shots, they feel just so personal that like you're standing next to the person and that they're like really, and you're really seeing the inside of this racist woman's mind. <laughs> like, I, I'm sure she's <laughs> yeah. not racist in real life, probably, but like, we don't know. But like, in in the movie though, like we're so close to her that it's like, yeah, we're having an intimate moment with this white woman, mm -hmm. and she's angry for no reason, and she's like, you know, controlling, and you know, in other people's business, she's giving younger caring, but still, you know, professional caring. Exactly. She's done this for more than ten years. She's a seasoned caring. She's not as old as they can be. Um, but yeah, I, I just I like the way that it was shot. I thought it was done well. They did a lot of weird above the head scenes. Yeah, like going around. Around. Yeah. I I love those because again, you're just adding so much texture to the film um, with this type of graphic. Yeah. I want well before we go. I do want to talk about the music because I thought that was, I thought it was a, a really weird dynamic. Like they played uh, what's next? Uh, Too close. They were playing Black Street. They were playing like mm -hmm. all these like black songs, but then using like some orchestral. But they were playing these black songs for these white moments. I thought it was kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. I, 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 I don't know if um, when you're trying to blacken up a film, you throw just these black songs in there and like, oh, well, I hope this is going to make it, you know. That's an interesting Help us thought. get these, get black people on our side in this film because I threw in. Black Street. That's really it's, it's an interesting thought. I, I actually do think that in America, uh, more often than not, white people are exposed. This is the music that they, they grew up with, too. Mm -hmm. Just how we grew up with, like, Avril Lavigne and whatever, you know? <laughs> Just like, I'm a Taylor Swift fan. Like, there's certain mm -hmm. 
songs and certain things that kind of seep through a generation. Mm-hmm. And I just think that the songs that they chose, mm-hmm. um, whilst they were black, were mm-hmm. just really popular for the time um, for people mm-hmm. who were probably born in like the 80s. But they were playing the awkward moments. Like that dancing was... Yeah, it was it was very horrendous. There's no real chemistry between the two, right? Yeah, it did feel very much so like, what Mm. is this Karen doing with this king? Yeah. (laughs) Oops, maybe someone saw it differently. (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously. But even more than that, I do want to ask your experience, like, um, as somebody who's you know black, how do you feel you would react in this situation? Do you feel like it was like? Like, uh, or is it even right to say, like, oh, this is how black people would react in a situation, but. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, what, you know what, you know what's funny about, about this is because, because <laughs> black people have been through so much adversity mm-hmm. and trauma, we would not be taking that shit seriously. Mm-hmm. Our phones would have stopped working and we all would have made it to one person's house. <laughs> no and we all would have combined our resources mm-hmm. to have a amazing cookout for like three days. <laughs> then little noises would have happened. We would have been tripping out. You know, somebody would have lost their teeth. But we would have been like, Uncle Jesse, you going through something. <laughs> and we would have been in the house praying and seeing gospel and then coming out and popping and dancing and playing in the grass with the deer. We're like, look at all these deer. Niggas do not take shit seriously. Dude, that part. <laughs> so we would have had fun with that. Like, it, it would have took us, like, by ourselves. Black people in the neighborhood, whatever, it, it would have taken us a couple of days to be like, wait a second, this shit ain't getting no better, y'all. We got to, you know, do something. I agree. And to, I feel like, but in all seriousness, when we heard that first, like, ear piercing, mm-hmm. I feel like that, that's when the antennas went up. Like, okay, something yeah. really, really not right now. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like, I, would, I definitely feel like Dilbert probably would be like kickoff or a couple cookouts, like, Somewhere. Yeah, but, but when we get together, you know. But, but after that piercing though, I feel like that would have been like Yeah. Everybody like, oh hell no. Nah. And somebody's auntie was hurt passing <laughs> out uh headphones. Yeah. Like, if it come on again, baby, just use this. We we would have been fine. <laughs> literally. I think like literally that's something my aunt would do. Literally. Period. And so my mom would do I'd like, go ahead and make some food. I just felt like it was it was a little disconnect, and again, I don't want to be put on me to put stereotypes. That's what I don't want to do for black people. It just didn't feel like it was authentic. Yeah, I mean, like I, 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 I don't Dad, think a black person. Dad, sit in the bed with me. I'm scared. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. No, I, I, I feel like it wasn't. I don't know if it was written by a black person. Like the, I, I don't know. Even the white people having all their kids in their bed with them that one night. Mm-hmm. That's a big boy, ma'am. <laughs> I know people sleep in the same bed, but like sleep, like sleep together when it's like when you're like scared or something like that. But I feel like I've slept in the same room, but like I went, yeah, I don't know. That was a giant house. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about yeah. that. There was just, anyways, it doesn't matter. Sorry, mm-hmm. that's just black people. <laughs> why, why are we all sleep in the same bed? Unless exactly. we all cousins, and it's a hard pass. Like yeah. no. Um. But yeah. Long story short, your friends are gonna tell you to watch this movie. I'm going to tell you, save yourself the two and a half hours. Um, outside of it having an amazing cast and being shot really well, mm-hmm. the storyline definitely failed um, because they, they leave you off a cliff, cliffhanger. They mm-hmm. give you some fun friend tidbits, and you're like, oh, great, this show has a, it connected. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like it did loop back to the whole thing for the little Sorry. girl, but in the grand scheme of it all, like, I'm trying to think, is there some deeper meaning of friends, like, you know, them all come together? 
being friends. I don't. I really didn't get the correlation. But you know, I would love if somebody saw it and that you could tell me the correlation. Because again, yeah, I would love to understand like what this movie was about. I feel like it was just a little bit all over the place. I mean, if you saw this movie and you were like that, Friends reference means X Y Z regarding cyber attacks regarding this movie. Yeah, let us know. Help us with that little space that's missing. Goodbye, you man. know? Because it's definitely, yeah, it was wasted on me. <laughs> I, I just like the fact that they tied it in. But, like, when the when the black girl did say mm-hmm. it seems like misplaced nostalgia, yeah. I was like, yeah, girl, for sure. Because why would you like Friends, child? And you're 12. This show was done before you was born. Like, yeah. what? It's not even... Okay. Anyways, watch it. Tell us your thoughts and feelings. Um, you know, like, leave some comments for us on this one if you guys want to talk about if this was, like, good or bad or if you want to even elaborate further on how you felt about this movie. But we really exactly. we really don't know where to stand on this. Exactly. Besides, I, for me, I stand on the no, don't watch. Do you feel? I, I, I say watch it because I just want black people because I feel like if, they, if you don't watch the movies, then that's, that discourages them from putting more black people in movies. And I just want them to get their check. At the mm. end of the day, so I say watch it just so that they get support. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't say you have to like it. <laughs> you watch it, but you don't gotta like it. Yeah, it's a good way to spend two and a half hours if you want to um, just be visually stimulated. But if you don't need a storyline, <laughs> you're not gonna feel good at the end of this. But I'll mm-hmm. leave it there. Thank you guys for watching another episode of the Black Cinema Experience Podcast. Podcast. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.